that's really my main mission with it is visibility and um, that we start supporting all drivers. You know, that's the one thing you see at all the shows. Everybody says we're hiring drivers. We're hiring all drivers. We love all drivers. You see, that's a campaign. That's a thing that everybody does. You see it as you walk through mats. You see it. But how true is it? That was the voice of Cliffside Transportation Services operator Bobby Coffee Lloyd, hauling a team with his husband. Ricky, and in one of a couple of dozen or so rigs, Cliffside is dedicated to XBO Logistics Freight in the network. Coffee Lloyd was speaking to the mission of his and co-founders LGBTQ Plus Truck Driver Network, established within the last year and engaged in a variety of support efforts for operators all around the nation. I'm Todd Dills, and for this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, we're going to sit in on a conversation I had with Bobby Coffee Lloyd at the 50th anniversary of the Mid-America Trucking Show last month where the LGBTQ Plus Network made its truck show debut to the delight of plenty at the Kentucky Exposition Center there. The group's Mardi Gras beads were a hit. I saw scads of folks walking around the show floor wearing them, likewise rainbowed up lanyards for attendee badges you'll hear Coffee Lloyd talk about. Before we get there though, he spoke to the operation the Ricky and Bobby team at Cliffside Run, and yeah, they get no small number of Ricky Bobby jokes when they introduce themselves together reference to the Talladega Nights Will Ferrell comedy. They put on the miles for sure, but it speeds much lower than, well, Ricky Bobby. Um, we do high value pharmaceutical. Sure. So um, we actually, um, most of the time, we, we drive at ARI sleepers. So we have like one of the big house on wheels. Sure. Um, we barely ever stop. Um, and then, um, so we basically are like from point A to point B uh, all the time, going from secure lot to secure lot. So, um, and then we also drive the, um, we, we just recently, last month, um, put all the logos for XBO Pride down the side of the truck. Sure. Um, XBO is such a very inclusive company. They have their own diversity program. They have a lot of leading edge when it comes to all that stuff, you know, um, worldwide, technically, for them, you know. Um, I love working there. As noted at the top, Ricky and Bobby Coffee Lloyd haul for Cliffside Transportation Services, to be exact, exclusively running XBO Logistics Managed Freight, Bobby yep. noted. And and he's very inclusive as well. He's very um, much for um, being diverse and just, and he, he loves all of his drivers, you know, and he's supportive. He He's paying us to be here even. Like, you know, um, a lot of people wouldn't do that. But working for someone that supports what you're doing and supports, you know, what you're doing, that, that, that's really important to me. How many folks is, uh, are working for him? Um, About. He owns a company and then he also, he owns a separate company. Okay. Um, so I know he has, I think it's 70 trucks on the company and right. about 30 trucks at XBO. And about that big bunk truck Bobby Hall's in, Find pictures of it via the post that houses this podcast at overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio. The 2020 Volvo has been something of a life changer for the operator, as you'll hear shortly. It's not the only one at Cliffside Transportation Services either. It's either 15 or 20, I think, of the big ARI sleepers. So he accommodates us pretty good. Um, he's actually getting ready to buy us another new one. And so he... Um, what is the truck? 
Huh? Tell me about the truck. Um, the truck, uh, we have a Volvo, and um, I think ours is 156 inch. Okay, wow, that's a big one. Yeah. So, um, it's just like the ones you see in the show in there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, and, and that changes your life up a little bit. Like, I was uh, 326 pounds, and I'm now down to like 240. Wow, that's so, um, <laughs> it's really hard being a trucker. It's yeah. being a trucker that you gain weight. It's very common. Sure, yeah. um, so for me, it's just been a, a thing of mindset. I eat whatever I want. I just don't eat the same portion sizes. Yeah. Yep. Having the access to a kitchen makes a total difference. Yeah. I try not to eat out, but like once a week. Yeah. Um, we would rather cook on the truck. Um, and that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Before we dive fully into that conversation though, let's pause to remember a giant among owner operators lost. My own interaction with Randy Cunha over the years uh, wasn't extensive by any means, but I'll say that when we spoke attended to my reporting on heavy specialized hauling in the spring of 2020, just as Cunha was winding down his own business toward retirement, the man I spoke to then was clearly an incarnation of the very best in the business of trucking as an owner operator. He'd become that after a career that spanned five decades and ended on a nice high note. With a run of very good years under his own authority, heavy and oversized permits and all. And what follows, you'll hear a little more about that directly from a man who knew him much better than I. This is an overdrive extra. I'm Long Haul Paul, a hard year on heroes, remembering longtime specialized owner-operator Randy Cunha. Tonight there will be little sleep to speak of. News of a friend's passing these days moves at the speed of 5G. Randy Kimosabe Cunha, 74 succumbed to injuries sustained in an Arizona motorcycle crash he had been involved in March 18th. He fought valiantly for over a month, but passed away on April 20th. Kimosabe was a living embodiment of an axiom attributed to writer-philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson. The only way to have a friend is to be one. I found myself going through old messages I had saved from the recently retired heavy hauler late into the night. It was around five years ago, back when I practically knew everyone who owned one of my CDs by their first names, when he reached out. He had been deep in the weeds, decoding my lyrics, full of the stories from the old days, a veritable library of trucking lore. He would tell me the story behind the Santee truck stops, how the sheriff and his wife owned the two most infamous stops in that area, one of which was the Rebel. He spoke of how it burned down in 1970. He wanted to make sure he understood every line of every song. Kimisabi was at the top of his game then, still as spry as most men 20 and more years his junior. At 70, he would reboot his old authority and run independent under Tonto Express, and he would become the subject of one of my first published articles for Overdrive. 
But Kemosabe became well more than just the subject of a story for me. He was a true friend. Back when he was having trouble with that enhanced 650 cat of his, he washed up at our place for a couple days, bought an $800 car from my neighbor, and somehow got that old Pete down to Kentucky where he knew of a shop that could get him lined out. Then he drove that car all the way home to Texas. The old 82nd Airborne paratrooper always seemed able to effortlessly execute an exit strategy for any tough situation. Then there was four Christmases ago, when a card came in the mail from Kimasabi and a dear friend of his who asked to remain anonymous. There was this insanely generous check in there, and a note to the effect that it would sure be nice to hear some new recordings. Our well had gone out that year, and we were low on money. The gesture brought my wife to tears. It was sometime around the beginning of the pandemic when Kimasabi sold out and retired. This was not easy for him. As he told me more than once, speaking to the importance of his trucking business, this is my life. We had a few talks then. The craft of trucking had been his one thing. It had given his life center and focus. Now his truck was sold and he was going in too many directions, he said. For someone who had attained the apex of his vocation, leaving it all behind was a tough road to hoe. So somehow, as tough as it is to see him go, the manner in which we lost him is not completely unsurprising. He described himself to me once as a teenager, that is, a teenager trapped in the body of a senior citizen. He was, after all, 82nd Airborne, whose motto was, all the way. And so he was, in friendship, in life, and in death. So long, faithful friend. You were a good hand. So long, Kimosabi. My condolences to all the family. Uh, my name is Bobby Coffee Loy, and um, I'm the founder of LGBTQ Plus Truck Driver Network. And I work with my husband over the road. Um, we've been together um, 14 years and um, been driving for five years together. So if we can survive in a cab together we, without killing each other, then you know, <laughs> we can pretty much get through anything. Um, we live right at, uh, just north of Tampa and in Newport Ritchie. And um, the group, you know, it came together first as a social media group just to provide a place to chat, a place to talk um, for people to um, that, that are of LGBTQ and then also people who are allies of the community. It, it represents everybody, um, whether it's race, sexual orientation, color, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. We all just come together to provide a, um, a non-biased, non-judgmental space for people to chat with each other. We get a lot of people who are lonely. They're in their truck, and, and you know that—that's um, a common thing that happens. 
with drivers is, you know, um, suicide rate is high. A lot of people when they go on the road have, um, don't have families, or if they do have families, you know, they're very separated from their families. So mental health is really important. And so we get a lot of people that we talk to, you know, we're not professional when it comes to, you know, being um, some sort of a counselor or anything, but we do try to get people the help that they need. Um, but sometimes just having that ear to talk to. And then um, at the very beginning, we had um, a really dear friend of ours that started the organization with me. Um, he passed away in his truck, um, Doug Mosier. And when Doug passed away, um, it hit, it just hit me really hard. It's been six months ago now, and um, I didn't realize, I wasn't aware of how many drivers die in their truck. And so um, we started doing this Life360 app thing and just using apps to be able to check in on each other and things like that. So um, we started, um, because of it, I, I started making you know our t-shirts and stuff to get ready for this event. And then I was like, we came across some car charms and different things. And I was like, you know, let's, we had sent his wife, who's also a driver. We had sent her a car charm and a t-shirt uh, a memorial shirt, basically, and um, so that's one of the programs. It, it just kind of came about because we lost somebody. So what we'd like to do, we have talked to like, we've talked to a couple other organizations that or help families get their the driver home when they pass away. So we've asked them to actually um, refer the information to us if the family's okay with it, because we would like to start sending a memorial t-shirt and a condolence letter out to families because you know once a driver passes if there's nobody else in the family that's a driver it just stops there so we, we spoke with different ones that get drivers home yeah right and inclusive to all drivers that yeah. way that um because i, I want to do a memorial condolence letter yep. and send it to people's families and um i just feel that's an extra step you know to make them feel a little bit better and, you know, because a lot of people don't realize how many people pass away in their truck. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about it until it really affected me, yeah. you know, when and you, you get those things there's like out of sight, out of mind type thing. And um, but once it affects you and you've lost someone, I hadn't thought about it. I just thought that was an extra token from the trucking community. And it has nothing to do with whether you're LGBTQ. It's just right. all drivers inclusive. So. That's really my main mission with it is visibility and um, that we start supporting all drivers. You know, that's the one thing you see at all the shows. Everybody says we're hiring drivers. We're hiring all drivers. We love all drivers. You see, that's a campaign. That's a thing that everybody does. You see it as you walk through mats. You see it. But how true is it? So. It kind of was like, a, in my mind, a mission. I was like, you know, I want it to really be, one day, all drivers. And, and by sort of being visible, I guess, with the network and being here at the shows, it's a way of programming. Right. It is. But then, you know, like, being here at the show even opened my, my eyes even more because I started getting 
brokers and and people that were make some of the products in here that they have for sale and um, all different areas of trucking, whether it be you know dispatchers, brokers, whatever. We've had so many people stop by and say, you know what, it, it's it's time. It's that someone's here in 50 yeah. years. It's time that someone's here, and um, we've had you know a lot of people that stop by. They changed their lanyards to the LGBT lanyards and stuff, and it's just been really cool. It's a really neat little. I didn't see that. Did you have those at the booth? Uh, we were in out. Okay. Yeah, we we ran out because so many people wanted them. Yeah, we ran out. How many did you bring? Um, I think there was like 150 of them. Wow. So, and I I didn't think because we were more of, I didn't think that we were gonna have, I didn't think we was gonna run out. I guess I should say of some of the stuff. So we had like. Uh, um, can koozies and we had like all kinds of t-shirts and all kinds of stuff um, no we weren't charging for anything I just wanted to get the stuff out there for visibility but we had keychains and just a wide variety of stuff but um, I, I knew that we were you know we make up a small portion of, of the industry you know I know that right now they're um, the last poll that was taken when they asked about that it was right around 14,000 that identified we've been here forever we're in, everybody's in every industry but we um like i said we did we do like a life 360 app and we've been using that app and created a group on there just so that we can check on each other and check is on that, each other does that have like a it's like a, a kind of a tracker right like, mm -hmm. but with, on uh, your phone with community functions where you yep. kind of chat back and forth yeah. yeah, and it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. So we just made like our own little group on it. Um, you can add different functions, but yeah. so, you know, and I'm not endorsing them. And I just, right. we, just, we, <laughs> right. we just, but it's, it's handy. Yeah. It's handy. Right. And so we can get our own app and stuff. You know, that costs a lot of money to do all that stuff sure. and design it. But um, it's definitely something I would like to adventure into at one point. You guys have a website now? Um, yeah. It's LGBTQ Truck Driver Network, right. and um, our email is the same, LGBTQ Truck Driver Network. Right. Um, everything, you know, we're just starting out, yep. and we're in our first year of doing things, but to be able to be here in a first year and be able to afford it yep. um, and get all of the drivers here, um, we had eight of our drivers here, okay. so, um, and that's awesome yep. to me. Yep. So it's been really cool just having the support but you know the biggest validation of being here literally has been the people walking through right. people walking through and thanking us for being here i don't know their sexual orientation right, right but i have seen you know drivers walk up and say you know so many things just thank you yeah. it, it's a simple thank you and that makes it all worth it and before we wrap up today, a bit of a personal note of thanks to all who listen here and who've listened since we started this so many years ago, in earnest now in the format you're used to since maybe 2017. The Overdrive Radio Podcast won the Jesse H. Neal Best Podcast Award this week among some incredibly stiff competition among business journalism outfits covering all manner of industries. So again, for those of you who've listened, to those of you who've entrusted me with your story, to all the back-end contributors and mentors and musicians who've contributed to the production, to all of you, here's a huge and heartfelt thank you. 
Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the ongoing support of trucker songwriter and Overdrive contributor Long Haul Paul Marhofer, whom we heard from today. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive news editor Matt Cole, social media coordinator Holly Young, and executive editor Alex Lockie. Till next time, keep it proud, yeah.